Welcome to Porch Talk Real Talk with Dom. Hello, everyone. God bless you all, and thank you again for tuning in and listening to this podcast. I want to add on some things from yesterday's episode uh, where I discussed, you know, praying for the people who are in the streets, whether they work in the streets or they stuck in the streets, right? And I touched a little bit on addiction, right, and being sober-minded and all those good things, right? Now, I want to add that there's nothing wrong with drinking. The problem is when you're drunk or when you make a habit of being and getting drunk and you can't function and the drinking has now caused you to um, change personality or it gets you into trouble. If anything, it causes more harm than good. Okay, when you have made a habit out of it and you cannot break it, it's something that you go to all the time. You have replaced your drinking, um, your habits, your substance abuse um, over the over the Holy Spirit. You replace the Holy Spirit with your addictions. That is the problem. Or with substances. That is the problem. Or with people and things. It's not just drugs that, you know, we can um, become addicted to, Right. So the promise is when you make these things out of an idol, instead of you going to God about some of the things you're going to or going through, you're picking up a bottle, you're smoking, or you you gambling, whatever your addiction may be. That's when it's a problem because even people, they'll start stealing or start fires. It's an addiction, right? They can't help themselves. They just feel the urge to steal. They feel the urge to, to start a fire, to hurt somebody. That's the problem, right? That's what I'm talking about, okay? And I don't know why I went that far into it, but that's what it is, right? And so the reason why I'm bringing all this up, because I had a discussion with with my brother this morning, and we were just talking about life, addiction, medicine, education, everything, right? And so I shared with him some of the ways that I have overcome some of the addictions in my life was with the Word of God. And I know that sounds cliche, but it is truly the truth. When I share with other women how I was able to overcome sex, (laughs) okay, how I was able to overcome marijuana and alcoholism was because of the word of God. Instead of picking up a bottle, instead of picking up the phone, instead of picking up the blood, I'm picking up the Bible. Was it easy? No. I would have moments where I would be crying as I'm rolling up the blood. Telling God, I don't want to do it, but here I am doing it. I have moments like that. Okay? I'm serious. Right? So, when I'm sharing things with y'all or, you know, talking about addiction and stuff like that, I want y'all to know it's coming from a place of um, experience. I'm not judging nobody because I didn't been through a lot. I told y'all I was in the streets. I told y'all I was in the hood. I told y'all about my family background, baby. I am far from innocent and pure. That's why I am so amazed that God chooses to use me. Because I'm like, Daddy God, do you not remember where you picked me up from? <laughs> where you chose me from? Hallelujah. Makes me cry at times because I'm in disbelief. That he has not given up on me. Because there are moments where he did pick me up. Where he did clean me up. And I went right back to the dirt that he got me from. Do y'all hear what I'm saying to y'all? So never ever think that I'm judging y'all. Because I'm not. Because I can't. I can't. Right? All right. (laughs) So again, as we're talking, 
I started to think about what my colleague, when I was working, you know, she would allow me to pick her brain. She was a neuroscientist. She was, she was, oh my gosh, she was everything, okay? She was a bookworm, and she was an open book. And so she would allow me to pick her brain. She had no problem with my questions, and I love Daddy God for that because I knew that was all God. So I would ask her questions about science, medicine, the world, because she traveled the world. And I would just ask her any and everything. And because she loves to teach, there are times when she just took the initiative and just lectured me about many, many things. And let me tell y'all something. I want to thank my stepfather, too, for raising me up to be able to sit still while he teaches me things about life. And I mean, eight hours at a time, he would talk, all right? And that's probably why I'm such a talker, because I was raised by a talker, <laughs> okay? So me and her, we would use our, our, our time, our, our work hours, just teaching and learning. She would, you know, ask me certain things about my life and the things I experienced and some of the things that I would see with the patients that God would use me to, to share with her. And she would teach me things that she knew. Right, And so one of the things that came up to my mind or came up in my mind as I was talking to my brother is when she was talking about um, the addiction and how it affects the brain, the mind, right? And how addiction is, um, how can she, how did she say? I can't remember how she put it, but it starts in the mind. Addiction and the brain have a lot in common. In fact, the addiction starts in the brain, right? And so she was saying, you know, the reason why addicts, you know, why they go so hard for the things that they like and they want is because their brain takes them to the happy place. When they do their addiction, when they do their substance abuse, it takes their brain to a happy place. And she says, so they'll do anything still from their family to get to that happy place. And so as I'm talking to my brother, brother, if you're listening, sorry for, for me doing this, I started to do a little research while I'm on the phone. And so I started to research how addiction can affect the brain, right? And so I want to share this with y'all because it makes so much sense why the people in the streets today are doing what they do or what they've done before. Now, again, I also mentioned how this is also a spiritual thing. Right, it's a spiritual warfare. So this is just science and medicine. This ain't got nothing to do with the spiritual realm. Okay, so these are some of the things that I have learned that I want to share with y'all. Okay, this is the brain during addiction. Um, now, when you take some of these substances, substances like crack, opiates, alcohol, nicotine, amphetamine, cocaine, even gambling, playing a video game social media, stealing, many of the things that are addiction or addictive, these very things send transmitters, neurotransmitters, signals to the brain, to the reward center of the brain. So when you do these very things, these very acts, your brain gets happy. And so now your brain wants to always be happy, right? So now your brain is like, I want to be happy. I want to be happy. And that surge of dopamine that is used to send the signals to your brain. It's like, I want to feel good. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. So now you're in the habit or doing these habits to feel good. You're doing these things that are addictive because your brain wants to be happy. 
Okay, so dopamine is responsible for allowing you to feel pleasure, satisfaction, and motivation. So it's not just a feel-good, pleasurable thing. It helps you to be satisfied and motivated. When you feel good, it's like, I can say, you'll feel good. It's like you, you're receiving an achievement. You know how you are rewarded or you receive an award and you receive um, that good feeling like, oh, my God, I achieved this. I achieved that. Like, yeah, you want to do it again, right? If you make your parents happy by doing a certain thing, what you going to do? Try to do that thing again. You're with your spouse, with your children. You want to do that again, right? Because you feel like you achieved something. So that is what's going on within the brain. So when you do these addictions, when you do these very acts and habits, you feel like you achieved something, right? Okay, so um, where I'm at, Let me, I'm going to my notes, y'all. I'm going to my notes. So again, the dopamine... The neurotransmitters are seeing, sending messages to the brain that you have achieved something. So it feels rewarded. Your brain feels rewarded. Father God, in the name of Jesus, help me to make this plain. Make it clear and understandable. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So some of the things that are some of the brain areas that it affects addiction, I, meant, I am mentioning, is the um, basal ganglia. The amygdala, amygdala, excuse me, amygdala, and the prefrontal cortex. Now, the, ba- the basal ganglia affects um, the voluntary movement, the ones that you can't control, like speech, movement, posture, even learnability and memory. Now, there are some involuntary movements in your body, such as your heart beating, your blood flowing, um, the liver function, the kidney functions, those things you're not in control of. They involuntary. They're doing it on its own, right? And we want to thank God for that because sometimes we forget to do stuff, right? Sometimes we make mistakes. So can you imagine if you were in control of keeping your heart beating, keeping your brain functioning, your liver functioning? Oh, my God, we'll be in so much trouble. But anyways, anywho, then we have the amygdala, and this is responsible for your emotions, survival, instincts, and memory. So now we can also see how some of these people who are out in these streets that are under these substances, how they're like emotionless, soulless, spiritless, like they, they're just messed up because their amygdala is messed up, right? So they are not in control of their emotions, their their instincts, their survival. They're just out here living. Now, there are some that are highly functional, okay? They can function while on these drugs. So it's not for everybody, right? Okay. And then we have the prefrontal cortex. And this um, helps with reasoning, problem solving, comprehension, excuse me, impulse control, creativity, perseverance, right? So again, addiction can affect these areas of the brains that I just mentioned, right? And I also just learned that cannabis weed can destroy the reward center. And this can cause you to be more depressed. Depressed. Um, this can impair your learning. Um, impair, excuse me, y'all. <laughs> 
This can mess up your performances, your learning performances. This can mess up with your connect, um, cognitive um, memory, all that, right? So it kind of does the opposite. It slows your dopamine down. And one thing in this world, and I am learning about our minds, our body, and life, is that you want to be balanced. You want to be aligned. So some of these substances can be too much, and some can be in a decrease, a little less, lower than what it should be. All right? And so can you imagine a person that is doing all these things, and their bodies is out of whack? And then on top of that, they got to deal with the spiritual realm the spiritual warfare, on top of being out of whack and being open to, you know, spirits, demons entering in and out of them, having their way with them, it's a bit much, right? And so I just wanted to share that much that I had, you know, learned and remembered this morning. And again, I just want to make it clear there's nothing wrong with having a drink or two or three. It's a problem when you make a habit out of it. You got to drink all the time to be happy. You got to drink all the time to, to function. Um, if you don't drink, your body starts to react in a negative way because it's so hooked up on it. Or it's causing you to do things that you would normally do if you were sober. So that's that. I pray and hope in the name of Jesus Christ that I didn't butcher it. <laughs> Father, have your way in it. Make it clear and plain in the name of Jesus Christ. I love y'all so much. I am praying for each and every one of you. And again, thank you all for the support. I love y'all. And I um, pray that all is well with you. Okay? And I'll talk to you soon if God is willing.